This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Here we go. Okay, so first of all, I want to tell you a message. Before we start the halachot, a message. A message that I think we need to take really seriously. And I think the message is that we shouldn't have so many messages. It's not such a good thing to have every two minutes a new class posted by a different rabbi about the coronavirus, how terrible it is, Amisrael needs to do Teshuvah, and it's terrible, and it's causing disaster, and, it, and, and what's the cause of it, and what is coming, and why is not, what, 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 how it's going to go away, and what's the fault of these people, and what's the fault of that people, and how Amisrael has to change their ways, and, 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 and so on, and be with Orer, and this why. What's wrong with that? When you do that, over and over and over again, it causes people to be in panic mode, whether it's panic, or whether it's stress, or whether it's... Stress is a terrible thing, by the way. You see today, it's, it's, it causes a lot of stress. It causes even sadness. It causes the blues. It causes depression. Which means, if you talk about it constantly, yeah, all mean good. It's all rabbis that are mean good. And another one speaks, and another one speaks. And it's not only rabbi. Today, anybody that wants become a social uh, media speaker, and he goes uh, and he tapes himself, and, and everybody hears what, what the message, and I spoke a couple of days ago about the fake news that goes, and fake messages that go around, and I want to stress that it's even much worse than that, because every new message that comes around about this thing gets people involved in it again, and again, and again. Now, if you take a look, the amount of messages that are coming out from our circles, how overwhelming. It's every minute another one. Another rabbi has to say something. Now, is that good? They all mean good. But what causes is a lot of stress around. And what happens is, people, instead of living their life, taking the opportunity, you know, the previous pre president said, never let a crisis go to waste. Now it's a crisis. What do you do in a crisis? You know what you need to do in a crisis? I'll tell you what you don't need to do in a crisis. What you don't need to do in it is getting indulged in it and constantly speak about it and be involved in it and constantly have another class and another class and another class talking about the same subject. What should you do in such a, such a thing? I want to tell you what a person could do to take advantage of, of such a thing and make it actually a beautiful thing. I'll tell you about the experience of my Shabbat. Usually, although I have the best Shabbat in the world, coming to shul, with my best friends in, uh, in the congregation that I'm in. But this Shabbat, everybody stayed home. So what do you do at home? What you could do at home, you sit down in the sofa, feel sad, start schmoozing a little bit here, a little bit there, but in the end of the day, uh, you know, the, the day doesn't end. What I did was a little bit, something a little bit different. I told the kids, and not only Shabbat, every day I do this, but on Shabbat especially, we got dressed before Shabbat. Well, I'm not telling you, I never speak about myself. I'm just telling you what a person should do, in my opinion. We got dressed, we all got dressed, me and the kids and my wife for Shabbat Kodesh. And we made a minyan. We made our own minyan, the illegal minyan. We had in the minyan me, my wife, and my three children. We're sitting and made a minyan. And in that minyan, we said everything that's permitted to be said, without obviously things that you can't say, in the morning we made another minyan. In that minyan I took a Sefer Torah here. See? And each one got an aliyah. 
sometimes it was two, three aliyot, since we had uh, more uh, than just one roundup. And my little boy came up, each little boy, and he got a beracha, Mishel Berach, Avotenu Avraham, Yitzchak Ve'akov, Uyvarech, Et HaBachur HaChashuv, Eliyah, Shezacha Be'aliyat Sheni. HaKadosh Buhu Yishlach Lo Atzlacha, Bechol Ma'asa, and so on and so forth. When a kid goes through such a thing, it's an experience, it's a beautiful thing. Then, after that, you sing the, you sing the tefillot. Now, it's an opportunity to show them a few things. First of all, you show them what's important in life. Secondly, you show them how you deal with a crisis. How do you deal when the whole world is ready to collapse? Everybody, you know, when you sit together in a house for so long, what happens is the shlom problems, the kids' problems... You are starting to feel if, if a person uh, uh, is, is, is stuck in, with, between the four walls, doing nothing. You, you go out of your mind. I, I spoke before about the stress, about the, the, even depressions. People go into depressions under such things. So you have to, it's your responsibility to elevate your family. Now you have to understand what's going to happen in the end of this, uh, of this crisis, of this corona crisis, is going to be one of two things. It's going to be definitely a social breakdown. There's no question about it. Because majority of people, the, the big, big majority of people can't handle crisis. And they can't handle being home alone with their family. And sometimes you're all alone, really. But sometimes it's you and your spouse and this. Sometimes you have issues. They don't know how to handle that. It's going to be a social crisis. It goes down to the kids and... It's a, it's, it's a terrible thing that we will be experiencing after this. But it's our responsibility to make sure that we don't fall into that. On the contrary, we make sure that instead of having a social breakdown, we're going to make a social build-up, which means take those t- kids that you have, take your wife, and build them up, show them, this is how we deal with a crisis. What do we do in that time? You don't have to speak about it again. When you speak about it, you're constantly involved in it. People speak about it. When you say that all day, I'm, I'm trusting HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm trust. When you live that way, that's not necessarily Bitachon. Bitachon means you live a free life of worries. Because you know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there to take care of you. If you are such a person that trusts HaKadosh Baruch Hu inside, you don't have to constantly... Feed yourself, bitachon. That's not what bitachon is about. Bitachon is about living bemenuchat, as the Chovad Alvavot says, menuchat nefesh, which means I'm relaxed. I know that everything that's going to come my way is all from the good. That's the way it is. This is called bitachon. That's what a person needs to build, and that reflects to his surrounding. Now, the most important surroundings that a person has is those surroundings of his family, of his kids, of his wife. That's why on Shabbat, on a weekday, what do, we, what do you do in a weekday? Most families, I don't know most, but I'm assuming, most families would let the kids uh, get, they need to be busy. What would they do? What they would do is, in my uh, understanding is, you let them go on the computer and waste as much time as possible. So you burn time so the day passes. Otherwise, what are you supposed to do with the kids? Uh, they'll go crazy. So you let them go on the computer from the morning until they can't see the computer anymore, and then they start fighting a little bit, and you give them a bath and you put them to sleep. That is wrong, because when you do that, first of all, you're destroying their future. You, become, you make them addicted to that computer, not doing something positive. They're not there 
engineering the next thing that needs to be invented. They, they are playing games and wasting their time. So what needs to be done at that time? That should be a surprise uh, 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 reward for those that behave, maybe. But all day, they need to learn. You sit down and you learn with them. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity now to sit down and you ki- with your kid and see where he's holding. The whole time up to now, you always had excuse. I don't have time. I have to work. I come back home. My kid's already ready to go to sleep. On Shabbat, nobody has time. You have to run to shul. It's now an opportunity that one could take and sit down and see where his kids are holding. What they need to learn. Where they need to stress... And you sit down and you learn with them, whether it's Torah or read with them books or strengthen strengthen, um, them in in, in math or whatever it is. That's what a person needs to do. So my message in short words is make sure they take the opportunity right now and don't let this crisis go to waste. Rather, you A, show the kids how to deal with a crisis. Show your wife how to deal with a crisis. She sees you. If she sees a, st- a stable husband that's not scared from any, every little, any little thing that might come of, of, around, she also feels strong. And if she feels that the husband is a weak and he gets a little bit, you know, whenever something, she, can, she, she herself is, she feels that way as well. One needs to make sure to show, first of all, and demonstrate their family. What do you do when you have such a thing? Uh, we're, not, we're not there to be Secondly, what do you do with your time? You wake up in the morning, you have a schedule. My wife made us a schedule. In the morning you pray, wake up, you can wake up later. You wake up 8.30, 9 o'clock, it's fine. 9 o'clock, then you pray. The whole family gets together, you pray. You finish praying, you go into learning, reading, whatever it is. There's a schedule. In the end of the day, you want to get rewarded. In the middle of the day, you want to get rewarded. You take a little bit of time, you get rewarded. Take the family out. Even though it's a suit to come out, but you can come out to your backyard. You can go in the car. You can go driving. Today I took the, car, the kids and the family driving. We went in the highway. We went for like an hour driving. It's important, important to air out. We don't, we don't even realize the, the impact that this causes on a person. It needs to air out. So sometimes it's to go to open places. And sometimes if it's not, it's not uh, permitted for any reason, fine, go driving around. That's what needs to be done in this time. In my opinion, I wanted to share with you the, 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 the feeling that I have towards constantly speaking about how terrible it is and how we should change and how, the, and how should we be mechazek and how should we get inspired. and how should, All these things are good, but in, in limit, in limit. But we live those things and we get them every second, every minute, and another thing, another thing, and another thing. I think us, we should put it out, not listen to it. I'm sick of it. I can't hear about it anymore. I'm like, it's coming out of my nose already. I can't hear about it anymore. Rather, sit down and do something useful. That's what we're going to do, Be'ezrat Hashem, right now. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.